2: Hey, all you heroes, hawks, heralds, crows, pirates, and wardens. Welcome to the Dragon Age Lorecast, where we unpack, discuss, and galaxy brain about all the lore behind the Dragon Age series.
3: We are so excited to bring you this podcast. Every episode, we'll be talking about a different topic in the Dragon Age universe, from character deep dives to exalted marches and elven gods. We will cover it all.
2: There will be spoilers. And always remember, swooping is bad.
3: Hello and welcome to the Dragon Age Lorecast where we talk about Dragon Age and its lore. I am one of your hosts, Austin, also known as Teacup.
2: And I'm your other host, Shelby or SheCup.
3: And we have some guests with us here today and I will let them introduce themselves because we are here for our once a month, the very special patron chat. And so we have our, some of our first enchanter tier Patrons here with us. And so first, the one and only Cole Hello, how's it going? And then we have Steven. Hello, great to be here. And then Macman. Yo. Ambrosian. Hello. And welcome to your first uh, patron chat. Glad to have you here. And then last, we have LVCC13.
4: Hello. Finally got it working. Stupid technology hates me today.
3: Well, we're glad you're here. And so we're here to talk about Dragon Age. And we have a very special topic. Shall we do you want to tell us your our topic?
2: Um, our topic is which romanceable NPC would you bring home to meet the parents? And after the break, we'll talk about which romanceable NPC would you definitely not at all ever even consider bringing home to meet the parents.
3: Who wants to go first? With who you would bring home to meet the parents. I think Lizzie wants to go first or.
4: Okay, so this is actually kind of hard for me because my parents are amazing people and they adopt literally all of my friends and everyone I've ever brought home. But I think the obvious one for who I would definitely bring home, it's a tie between Alistair and Cullen because you know that they would just be so polite and respectful to my parents. And then my mom, being the very insightful person she is, would be like, oh, poor baby's trauma. I'm just going to take care of you. And then they, she'd end up liking them more than she likes me. So.
3: Uh, that is what happened with me and Shelby. My mom loves her way more than she loves me.
2: That is not true. She loves you very much. That is true. It's a little true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have a very, I think, a bit of a different relationship with my parents than Liz, um, not bad, but like my parents are uber religious, uber conservative, coming from the like the rural South. So I think it would just be fun to bring Liliana home, this <laughs> former nun who who very much very a part of the LGBTQ community. Which you know, we'll see how my dad handles that. <laughs> but like very, but a very very and also she's just a good person I think like if you soften her in Inquisition she's very much a good person but also like I think it would just be a I I always related to her for her ideas of like questioning her beliefs am I doing the right thing am I am I a good person like I've tried to be and I always I think just she would gel with my parents but also question them which I think it's also something I'm looking for in a partner, honestly.
2: So um, I'll go next. My mom is a diva, like majorly. She um, has a different theme every year for Christmas, which I thought the theme for Christmas was Christmas, but she has a different decorating theme and she gets new decorations every year. Um, So I think she would absolutely adore either vivian or dorian who both are very stylish very hip very like conscious of their appearances um i feel like they would smell good too which is always a plus uh so for that reason and that reason primarily i would definitely bring home either one of them i guess i said romanceable npc so vivian would not count um but dorian dorian would be my answer
4: it's your podcast you can change the rules if you want to
2: that's true. That's true. But we'll stick to what I wrote a week ago or earlier this week. So at first,
5: I also kind of thought of possibly bringing, Alistair or Colin, just because I really love those characters. Um, my family is split, so my parents are not together. Very close with one half, uh, very much not close with the other. Now, the side I am not close with. I would bring Anders and Dorian as friends because they would start chaos, and I love that. Um, but if I was meeting my dad's side of the family, I would actually bring Zevran because a thing I remember from the Iron Bowl deep dive was the emotional intelligence, and I feel like Zevran has that as well. Um, he just won't admit when he has a problem, but he's able to read other people very well, so I think he would fit in very well with my father's side of the family especially since there's going to be a lot of cultural differences i think he'd handle that with grace
2: i actually really do agree with that about zevrin because i think we have we have done Zevran's deep dive but um he is very emotionally intelligent but i think the difference with him and iron bull is that iron bull doesn't really hide that part of himself and i think that Zevran does um but that's a really good point and thank you for bringing that one up all
0: right um Well, I decided to uh, go with Josephine, which is honestly kind of really weird for me because she's a political person, like big into the game, and I hate politics. So it's kind of weird to begin with there, but she's also a, uh, you know, very kind and caring person, and, you know calm you know doesn't really like we know from her story that she from her backstory that she tried to be a bard and she just couldn't do it um because of the violence and i think that's the type of person that my parents would get along with very well
1: let's be honest it doesn't hurt that she has money and right. that
4: she has a heart of gold and is just the most lovable person ever.
1: I mean that too, but
4: also money. But she doesn't have money.
6: Yeah, I feel like that's a whole big part of her backstory is like Oh, you're family. I've
1: always romance right. I haven't done anything with Josephine and Inquisition in a very long
6: time.
0: I love well, her. She can do no wrong. Well, the thing with Josephine is I feel like when she's talking about her financial situation, it's kind of one of those things where she's like, oh, we used to be billionaires, but now we're only have like $15 million.
3: That's. I was going to say, is she actually poor or is she rich person poor?
4: She is shits Creek poor.
3: That's what I was going to compare to as well. <laughs>
1: She doesn't Um, eat caviar anymore. She doesn't eat caviar anymore. She buys buys things pre-owned. Buys her Maseratis pre-owned. Yes.
3: Um, I am honestly going to say I had a hard time with this one. Because this is just a story. Because it wouldn't be just taking the person home to meet my parents. Because I'm one of five children. And my family operates as a unit, even though they don't intend to. They just happen to be there. Like Shelby accidentally met all of my siblings the same day she was supposed to meet my parents, even one that lived in several hours away. Um, So I was thinking about that. And my family doesn't do very well with people who require a lot of emotional attention. And honestly, all the romances in Dragon Age require a lot of emotional attention. So I have no idea
2: who I bring home.
3: Maybe Shelby could answer. Who would you bring to meet my parents?
2: To meet your family. Okay, well, yeah. that's fine. You're just going to have to answer this for my family next. Um, okay. I think Bethany, I think Bethany would be a good option. She's, She's not you know, Uh, You're right. I I I pinned us against a wall here. Maybe um then I would say Sebastian. He doesn't need a lot of hand holding, but he's very bland. And I feel like he would just sit and like not say.
1: <laughs> if I'm if I'm gonna be honest, no romance from two should be would want someone you bring home to your family. <laughs> they're they're That's... all different types of don't bring home.
4: I, that with is that. Fair. I, honestly, I honestly think Alistair would get along just fine with my family because he's got the sarcasm and joking thing down, and that is very much how we are.
3: The two, just from Dragon Age 2.
4: Oh, just from two? Yeah, no, don't bring any of those crazy people home. What are you, nuts?
6: <laughs> I would bring home, I thought real long and hard about it, and and honestly, Lizzie, Lizzie, when you mentioned Alistair, I was like, oh, my God, what? How, did, how could I forget about Alistair? He would be great. But no, I'm bringing home the Bull. And honestly, I think my family would love him. Big, tall, strong, emotionally mature, emotionally stable. Um, even though, like, he didn't grow up with a family, he would 100% be able to, like, have picked up on those dynamics ahead of time even though he doesn't have a relationship with his parents, I totally believe he would have a relationship with mine. But if I ever had a falling out, with my parents, he would also 100% be like, fuck those bitches. You don't need them. Just we're, we're good. Just the two of us. Um, so I, um, that's a sign I would, of a
1: really be... good partner. Honestly, that's,
6: yeah, I, I, I'm definitely bringing him home.
1: Okay.
3: I have an answer now. Uh, I think I would do Liliana mainly because at least with my mom and my sister, sisters, they're so all very well read and literature and all that stuff. And I feel like Liliana is also very well read and would be able to have that kind of uh, bonding. There would probably be the closest, but again, like they need a lot of emotional attention.
2: That's fair. Um, You didn't answer my question, Austin.
3: Um, I honestly would bring Dorian to meet your parents because I just feel like, again, like he would, he would pick up on both of our families are sarcastic, but your family is a specific type of sarcastic. And I think Dorian would fit in with that type a little better than anyone else.
2: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Like I said, my mother's a diva, so Mm -hmm. That's all there is to say. <laughs> are we ready to go to the midbreak?
3: I think we are.
5: What makes your Ram so special? Well, he's always brought the family luck and his advice helped us make our fortune. Your Ram offered advice.
1: How do you get your hair to do that Dorian? With magic. With proper hygiene and grooming. Maybe all three of you should get acquainted. Kirkwall's not brown enough for me. But hey, no Darkspawn.
4: Beryldon wasn't that brown.
6: The dirt and Mac gave it character.
3: Alright, well welcome to the middle of the show where we talk about everything about the podcast but not the lore of Dragon Age. And it's here where we thank our patrons. Thank you to all of our patrons. A special thank you to our first patrons, Genesis and Lisa M. Our Divine Tier patron, Kit. And our very special thank you to our Nug, King Louis H. If you'd like to join us on these chats or just support us in general, you can go to patreon.com slash and sign up there. And you can get anything from ad-free episodes to coming on the show with us once a month. And you can do that. We greatly appreciate that. If you can't support us financially, we totally get that. Another great way to support us is to leave us ratings and reviews on Apple and Spotify. If you leave us a review with five stars and kind words on Apple or a comment on one of our episodes, we will read it out on a future episode of the show. And I actually don't think we have any to read. I think we are finally caught up on
2: all our Spotify comments. Yes, we are. Yeah.
3: Something. So that's great. So. If you want to leave us some more, we'd greatly appreciate that. Uh, We appreciate all the support. You can also come and hang out with us on Discord, on the Cups Podcasting and more Discord server. You can find that link and a link to the Patreon in the
5: episode description. And I think that's all for the middle of the show. All right, let's get back to it. Have a care where your eyes linger, Alistair. Yes, well don't worry. It's not what you think. I see. I was looking at your nose.
2: And what is it about my nose that captivates you so?
0: I was
5: just thinking that it looks exactly like your
0: mother's.
2: I hate you so much.
4: I was one of the crows you hired to kill the Grey Wardens. I thought you looked familiar. Well, I just wanted to report that I failed my mission, Logan. You don't say. I'm terribly broken up over it. Hmm. Well, thank you kindly for informing me.
2: You fear barbarians will swoop down upon you.
5: Yes.
1: Swooping
2: is bad. So I think this question, who would you not bring home is probably the more fun question to ask. So, um, who would you not bring home and why just to make it more difficult and more fun, let's say we can't have any repeated answers.
6: I will go first. I <laughs> You're so fast. Home- yeah, I'm not bringing home Anders, and I have to talk about this before anyone else could. Like, who's going to bring home a literal terrorist extremist? No. And also, even before that, he's just so annoying. So, oh, it's me. My life is awful, awesome, man. It's like, oh, my God. There's literally, like, a dozen other people in this fandom who have a way worse and harder time than you. You just didn't like being stuck in a tower. Yeah, I get that things are bad. But you were also in the Ferelden Tower, you weren't even in the in the in the Kirkwall tower originally. Like come the fuck on, dude.
2: God. All right, I'm done. Uh, also, I just have to add to this rant a little bit. If you do bring home Anders to your family, there's always the probability that he'll just stay and then be part of your family forever.
6: Oh my god, he is a U Haul gay. I almost totally forgot about that. No, my parents absolutely hate every single vibe about him. Mm-mm can't take him home i'm sorry for taking this answer from everybody else because i feel like this is the most objectively correct one but i just had to get all of that out
3: but cash you could take you could use the line to finally say but daddy i can change him
6: i gotta go on mute so i can go puke
4: (laughs) i've already been sick enough this week i did not need that spot in my brain austin thank you for that
1: I'm happy me and Cash are on the I'm happy me and Cash are on the same page because Boo Anders.
3: I'm gonna go on because I'm gonna say a um I'm just gonna say something that's probably gonna shock everyone in the entire DA fandom. I would not bring Fenris home to meet the parents because someone in my family is going to say something that sets this man off, and then my family is going to be murdered. And I can't have that.
2: Yeah, I know you love Fenris, but that is fair, fair assessment.
1: I, I'm just imagining because I'm thinking, mine is Isabella. Because I'm imagining my very conservative Christian mother coming, hey, this is Isabella. And then just bringing me to the side and said, honey, bless your heart, who is that? That's what I'm imagining if I brought home Isabella. I feel like, yes, I see that. But I also feel like
3: Isabella also knows how to dress for the occasion. Like, she dresses the way she does because she wants to. But she, as a pirate, as a rogue, she has to have some means of, like, being able to blend in. So I feel like Isabella would know how to dress for the occasion and, like, re-companion dialogue Isabella is highly emotional, inte- em- emotionally intelligent, and so I'm not. She might be able to read that. She might be able to read the room I, in there. I'm,
1: I get that, and I totally understand where you're coming from. But I, because I've had partners, I've had to bring home who I'm like. My opinion is, if you are not comfortable co- with how you are coming home to meet my family, I don't want you to conform to them. I want them to conform to you because if I had to choose between either one of you, if I really care about you, I'm choosing you over them.
5: Okay. So I had to think about this one for a minute. Um, Because my dad's uh, family is the side of the family I'm close with. They are very laid back, very accepting the whole gentle parenting thing. That is that entire side of the family. They accept everyone. Um, So I had to think about it, and I would absolutely not bring Sebastian home. I wouldn't. That is the only person that I can think of where it wouldn't go well, just because he's so, I don't want to say obsessed with his faith, but he's so entrenched in it. And the whole, like, not until the whole purity thing that he had going on, my family would probably look at me and be like, is he okay? So I think... um, Because, like, Liliana is very devout, very um, into her faith. A lot of characters are. I feel like Sebastian takes that a little too far. And so my family would definitely very much be looking at me going, does he need a minute to, like, cry? Is he okay? Is there something wrong? So that's probably the only person I would not bring home.
3: Here is my analysis of Sebastian. Because, and I say this as someone whose career is in the church in the South who spends a lot of time around all of that. Sebastian is the closest person to some real-life religious people I've ever seen in Dragon Age. And Sebastian is the kind of person who comes up to random women at church and talks to them about their uh, posting with a drinking or posting with a revealing shirt.
5: Yep, that's, my family would be like, oh, oh, hi. Like, they'd accept him. They would not be rude at all. That's not at all in our culture. But they would just be very confused and would not know how to handle him. And they would kind of look at me like, what are you doing? Where did you find him? Is he he okay? So.
1: I recently had someone describe Sebastian the best way I've ever heard. He is a annoying, lawful, good paladin. In a party of chaotic neutral rogues. And. That's not something. That flies with us.
4: I feel like that explains so much. Why. He's just not. The most interesting character. If he had been in one of the other. Two games. I think we might have different opinions. About him. Because he might mesh better. With companions on either side of that versus in DA2 where he really doesn't get along with anyone he kind of gets along with Fenris because Fenris like has questions and things like that but honestly like other than that I can't see them like hanging out or anything whereas even though Anders and Fenris hate each other you know they're there at the hanged man every week playing Wicked Grace with everybody they're all still there at the Hangman every week hanging out as friends, even though they hate each other.
2: Hmm. I agree with that, and I think that also this is you know again a failure of writing and and really him being a character that came through as a DLC character because he just didn't get you know the same amount of time and development that everybody else did. Um. But who wants to go next?
0: Well, since Isabella was already taken, um, I guess my choice will be uh, Meryl. And, like, even though out of all the uh, people that we have seen in Dragon Age that uses blood magic, she's the most responsible one, there is still that risk that something happens. And...
1: Not to interrupt, I'm sorry. (sighs) She's not the most responsible, she's just not
2: evil. (laughs)
4: I was about to say, um, what game are you playing?
2: <laughs> I think well, what Steven yeah. is trying to say is she's the most responsible we ever have ever seen with blood magic, specifically.
0: Yes, that's what Morgan I mean.
4: Morgan gets um, that prize, not Meryl. No well, way. Morgan, well,
0: doesn't, Morgan doesn't use blood magic, though.
4: Yes, she does. I think,
3: as the resident DA2 expert, this is going to be my opinion. I think whether Meryl has the potential to be the most responsible with blood magic, but it is very easy for her to cross and not be the most responsible with blood magic. Because let's think of the broad what broader implications could happen. If you're not careful with Meryl and you don't choose the right choices with her, her entire clan gets wiped out. Because of her blood magic choices. Now let's let's add another layer to here. You now have, if you have a Dalish hero of Ferelden, you now have their clan wiped out by a blood mage, which now would potentially alienate this and this hero and highly powerful political person of the Grey Wardens against mages in that point. And so it's the kind of my thing about that is like Meryl, both at the same time, has the potential to be the most responsible with blood magic, but also on the flip side, if wrong choices are made, she cause, could cause a lot of chaos for the world. For the world.
6: Sorry, I just want to jump in here okay. super quick to say one two th- two super quick things. First, uh, Morgan definitely uses blood magic in the dark ritual. Second. I just want to point out that Meryl gets her entire clan killed, and neither my Hawk nor my Herald ever kill a whole their whole village of people with their blood magic. Thanks. Bye.
3: <laughs> you can't use well, blood magic with the Herald.
6: Yes. Oh, not the Herald. Sorry, my hero. My apologies. Yeah. Well,
0: I think maybe responsible isn't the right word. Uh, most aware of the risks is probably more accurate to say. Um, But yes, uh, that choice. But also at the same time, I guess I'm getting off on it, going off on a little tangent here. Also at the same time, the clan getting wiped out, you gotta also put some of the blame on her keeper for that too. Meryl isn't fully without blame. But she's not solely to blame but going back to the um parents thing yes i don't think it would be a good idea to bring a blood mage home to meet the parents
1: at least we all agree no one in two should be brought home to their parents that's they're all the worst choices possible
2: they're not Wouldn't not the worst choice possible, in my opinion. But we can't romance. My Baric, opinion, me sad. True. My opinion is that the worst possible person to bring home to meet the parents, <clears throat> drum roll, please, is ogren He smells. He's drunk. He probably has vomit in his beard. Not a romance option,
6: though. He's sexist. He's probably prejudiced in other ways. Um, he's just awful, and everybody should kill Ogryn in all of their playthroughs.
1: Okay. I've never killed Ogryn, but I've definitely not done anything with him.
4: I just think he's hilarious. Like, he's a, he's a terrible person, but he's funny, so I keep him around and I get his friendship up because it's all the conversations are just so funny with him.
2: Yeah, that's true. He he does have a lot of really funny interactions with Zevrin. Um, but my real answer, since Augren is not romanceable, would be soulless. I feel like he's such a know it all. Um, and that would not fit in well with with my father and brother at all. Like, no, that not not a good situation there.
1: Also, he seeks the end of the world, so there is that little
2: caveat about it. I mean, sure, yeah, but, like, my parents don't live in Thetis, so it's fine. (laughs) That's a good point. For now. (laughs) I kind of
5: forgot about Solis, but that's a very good point. Um, I wouldn't bring him home either, just because his attitude in general, especially if he got sort of that condescending way that he tends to talk about into the Dalish because of his previous experiences... I agree with you. It's not a good choice.
0: Well, um, he would probably run out on you before he can meet your parents anyway. So
3: That's true. Um,
4: he would so get punched in the face by my brother, by my sister, by me.
3: That is a very true statement. And Shelby, I'm just going to say that I would have sold tickets would have like Recorded and streamed to the world to watch Soulless meet your grandfather.
2: Um, Soulless would no longer exist. <laughs> that is that would true. Be funny.
4: <laughs> okay, this probably won't be as controversial as I think it is, but I think for me, the one person I would not want to bring home to meet my family would actually be Morgan, because. I honestly think that she would say something really really rude to one of my family members and it would just be a whole thing. My family's really really nice and they're really forgiving and we give each other crap all the time. We're constantly teasing each other, but Morgan is as much as I love her and love her character, depending on <laughs> your actions and how you talk to her, she's just so mean. And we're not mean. We're rude in my family a lot of the time and we're sarcastic but we're not mean
1: be fair she can't like we've discussed like others she can be diplomatic she can be like we've seen in inquisition that she's she can be diplomatic and fair to other fair to others to an extent. but yeah yeah she is rude she would be mean
4: Plus, I wouldn't want the jokes about how did you land someone who's so much hotter than you, which I know I would get from my brother.
1: (laughs) Honestly, same. Honestly, same.
5: You could bring her to pick on your little brother or your brother, older brother, depending on how old his brother is. I would let her pick on my little brother, but that's about it.
2: (laughs) I feel like she would be excellent at bringing your siblings, anyone's siblings, down a peg.
4: That's true. I might need to change my answer. (laughs) Although I will say I love that None of us have mentioned who we all Talked about in the patron chat Before this (laughs) No one said Sarah
2: She was on my short list of people I would never Bring home to be fair
6: My family would be like why Did you bring this lesbian home (laughs) This doesn't make sense on so many levels Why does she have
5: (laughs) B I feel like my family would just see her I know she's not a child, but she is one of the younger companions. So I feel like my family would just see her as sort of like another daughter, another friend. But I also feel like my dad would see me bring a woman home and go, I knew it. I knew it. Um, and so he would just accept her immediately, even if she did get a little chaotic with her pranks. I feel like she'd fit in very well with my younger brother.
1: I mean, honestly, that's how my dad would react if I brought home Dorian
2: has everybody answered the second round i think so yeah overall um i think that there's more people i would never bring home to meet the parents than people that i would
3: i think i could i would sooner bring sarah
6: to my family than yours that's fair if i brought cassandra home my family would be like okay shockingly surprising but we understand
2: it's fair.
4: All they'd have to um, do is look at the cheekbones and be like, that makes sense.
6: I was just going to say, I was going for personality. Like, Oh, this, yeah. I can see how this is compatible with you.
2: Um, I was just going to say that I will refrain from making a snarky comment about her writing, but just going to leave it at that.
1: We've all listened to the episode. We know.
2: I know. We. I don't need to repeat myself 18,000 times. So I just want to remind everyone. of my stance um but if we've all answered if anybody wants to share any final thoughts about anything we've talked about today we can or austin if you want to um go through everybody giving a chance to plug anything they have going on we can do that
3: yeah so let's go ahead and do that we'll start again with uh
6: Hello, goodbye. Um, Everybody should join the Discord because it is one of the best places on the internet. And everybody should join the Patreon so you can come and hang out with me and everybody else, but most especially me. Thanks. Yeah, and then we'll go with Steven next.
0: It was fun being here. Um, uh, Crimson Knight on Discord.
1: Yeah, and then uh, Mac Man. Hey, I'm MacMan813 on the Discord. I don't really do much just because I'm super busy. But I will just want to shout out, give give love to all these robots radios, this uh, podcasts. Honestly, I've been listening to a lot of the Two Girls, One Shit podcasts. 100% give it a listen. Just thought I'd shout them out. Then Ambrosia?
5: No, um, I guess I had fun here. Um, I don't really have any podcasts or anything to shout out, but everyone is welcome to add me on Xbox or any other socials I have listed.
3: Yeah, awesome. And then LVCC13.
4: I am LVCC13 and normally I am on Twitch, but I'm kind of mad at them right now and super busy. So right now, best way to see what I've got going on is just on Discord. Definitely join the Cups Discord. It's so much fun. It is mayhem. Mayhem and we love it.
2: Yes.
3: All right. Well, thank you all for being here. We greatly appreciate our support. A special thank you to our Nug King patron, Lewis H. And a special thank you to all of you who listen to the Dragon Age Lorecast. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Dragon Age Lorecast. You can find us on Twitter at DA Lorecast.
2: If you have any lore questions, topics to unpack, or side character suggestions, join our CUPS podcasting and more Discord server. It's easily the best place on the internet. You can also support us financially through our Patreon. You can find us there on patreon.com slash Dragon Age Lorecast.
3: The Dragon Age Lorecast is part of the Robots Radio Network. For more information about the Robots Radio Network, join the Discord server via the link in our episode description.
2: If you enjoyed the show or learned something new today, please subscribe, leave us a review, and join the Patreon. And if you enjoyed our intro and outro music, give a big thank you to Pipe Man Studios. Thank you, Pipe Man. Thanks again for listening to the Dragon Age Lorecast. We'll see you next time.
4: vault dwellers join me JaX's
1: sassy lady roamer eric and the creator maverick as we take topics from the fallout universe and discuss them with other diverse individuals we can be found wherever you listen to your podcast you can follow us on youtube you can also find us on twitter or X or whatever you want to call it using at fallout you can send us an email using falloutrtd at gmail.com join us the conversation has already started